Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. Hey everybody, I'm Bill Faith. Welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm excited that you're here. It's Tuesday morning, at least when this is released, it's Tuesday morning. And I want to talk to you today about leveling up your properties. So I am right in the middle of, actually, I'm not even in the middle. Last week during the STR Wealth Conference, I leveled up my number one property. This is my highest demand property. I actually took a phone call while I was on stage doing my session from my contractor because that's how important it was. And I believe in building in those relationships. And a lot of people asked me when I got off the call from the crowd, why am I leveling up and making this type of investment into my number one property that is super high demand? Well, let me explain this to you. I can't tell you how many times I've seen properties. As an example, those properties that we go into that need new carpet or, or LVP, you're actually probably gonna rip out that old shag carpet. We call them golden girls, right? You need to skim the walls. You need to replace a little bit of drywall. You need to update the cabinets. You need to paint them. All that type of stuff. They're, those houses aren't bad in many cases. They're just tired. And the previous owner did nothing to continue to improve and, you know, preventative maintenance. I believe I spend a lot of money on pre preventative maintenance. So that way I don't have guests complain. My house doesn't get deteriorated. And I, it typically saves me money because if I wait, it could be two to three times the cost down the road. So at this property, this is my six bedroom, four bath. It's tier two, but there's four lots open in front of us. So I built new construction in 2021. We did $357,000 in revenue in its first full year. And a lot of that's because of the design, because of the marketing, because of the amenities. I've got bikes, I've got outdoor, you know, full scale. Um, I've got cornhole, I got full scale connect four, six bikes. I've got a solo stove fire pit. I've got a pool. And in that pool, I just installed cabanas literally on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, while I was doing the conference last week, I should say my contractor, Jeff Davis did it and they look phenomenal. So now I'm getting my photographer over there to take photos of it. Uh, so I can add it to the listing. I will literally, that gives me another reason to send out an email to my customer, to my customers, to my guests and to my leads. Cause I both, that's a whole nother podcast, but I have guests and leads if you're doing stay -fi. You need to take the, the customer, the one that books with you, the actual booking guest and put them into your customer list. That's why I call them customers. And then everybody else that didn't stay with you, that's a lead. Just FYI, we'll talk about that later. So that gives me an opportunity to email them, gives me an opportunity to create some Facebook ads. And here's the deal. If you've ever been to Gulf Shores or if you own down there, specifically on West Beach, between West Beach and West Lagoon. So basically from the hangout all the way down to uh, the overpass to kind of start going down into, I guess that's the 1400 block or 17, 1700 block of West Beach, you have West Beach on the beachfront and then you got West Lagoon. And so you have back properties that back up to each other for a lot of the way. And you can go back there and look all the way down, no shade. So literally during the summer, you see people zip tying pop-up tents to the fencing around the pools. You see umbrellas that get blown over. Nobody has shade. So just like I created the the coffee bar, well, I didn't really create it, but I'm the first one that really branded it and made it bigger and talked about it and use it as an amenity. And then, you know, somebody at a boot camp told me about a waffle bar. So I did the same thing with the waffle bar. And now I've got the cabanas at the beach house, which is not common. And a lot of places don't even have enough space, but a lot of this came into the pre-planning. I knew I was going to do this. 
when I built the house. So I poured an extra 12 feet of concrete behind the pool to where I could put in two 10 by 10 cabanas with enough space for me to be able to go in and install those and have enough safety and room to be able to get around the pool. Well, now's the time that we're in the post-COVID area that even though that property crushed in the first year at 357 grand on a sub $975,000 investment, I know that's unheard of, but I, I'm looking at the diminishing return. So I kind of go back to January and February. I did $43,000 in 2022 in January and February. I did like 17,000 this year, 17,000 versus 43,000. It's like a $26,000 loss. So I'm kicking off my first two months and I'm down 26 grand. That's like taking 357,000, subtracting 26,000, dropping me down to 331. Well, thank God March was incredible. April looks okay, but not compared to last year. Probably be down close to 40 Gs on the year going into the summer. So summer's looking very strong. I've actually got higher rates. Hopefully I can make up that Delta and everything will be great through the summer, but I don't believe that it's going to be very strong. Last winter was the worst winter I've seen in the Gulf for Destin, for 30A, Pensacola, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores. I haven't seen a winter like that ever since 2015. So I'm trying to make the property more attractive. So this is a calculated investment. It started with a pickleball court that was going to go in the back. And both of these investments are roughly right around $10,000. I could get the pickleball court done by my contractor for around 10 grand. We're already, we're about four or five days away. I can get the permit, but I could not get my insurance to cover it from a liability standpoint. So I don't want to assume that risk. So I passed on the pickleball court. I am st still on the table potentially for next year, because I won't do anything now as we go into the season. I don't want any construction going on back there. But the next thing was going to be the cabanas. And the cabanas are probably going to generate, I think, more potential additional revenue for me. Or And it's not even that, to be honest with you. It's really when we're in the shoulder seasons and the off season, when it's still warm now in March, April, May, and then also in September and October, the first part of November, when people are going down there to make the decisions and a lot of it is marketing. So I look at that's $1,000 a month in marketing, basically. And so if I can get one extra booking, really, I really need two to three extra bookings. And, you know, in May and April at about $1,300 a night. So if I get three of those, that puts me just under 4,000 bucks per booking. That's $12,000. Now, do I have costs associated with it? Absolutely. But it's also allowed me, I'm going to literally raise my rates by probably about 8 to 10% once I have high quality photos of those for the dates that I still have open during the summer months. And this is a property that is still Saturday to Saturday. So I'm getting roughly between $15,000, $16,000 a week now. If I can add 10%, that's $1,500. That means in two months, that will be paid off. So this is the way that you need to calculate the amenities. You never want to over-amenity, over-invest. If I had a $400 or $500 night ADR, I probably wouldn't make the same decision. I might go with something cheaper from Home Depot to create some shade with some sales or, you know, something in the $2,000, $3,000 range. And a lot of people really need to understand, this is why we talk about running performance on the investment side, but also running performance and doing Avery Carl's enemy method to do the research on all your competitors, specifically those top competitors that you're truly trying to compete with before you level up your listing. You can do this in small ways too. You might just wanna add an arcade game you know, to one of your properties. I literally just took out a poker table at my second biggest property 
my Banner Elk property and I replaced it with a ping pong table inside of my game room. One, because the chair, I bought the poker table from Wayfair and two chairs got broken and I couldn't find anything to match. They wouldn't replace them. So literally poker table's gone, made the investment, bought an outdoor heavy duty concrete top poker table to where it, hopefully it won't break and put that in, spend about 1800 bucks versus a thousand dollars. But I think it'll last much, much longer. And now I can check the box on the amenities for ping pong tables. Most properties don't have enough room for a ping pong table. So now I've got pool, I've got shuffleboard, I've got arcade games, I've got ping pong, I've got darts, I've got a movie theater, all this type of stuff right inside of that three car garage that's been converted into a game room. But the key here is that I see very few ping pong tables. I think there was like two maybe. And that allows me to check an amenity box. So those are two things that I'm looking at. That investment, I, I, I'll probably get back within two months as well. So make sure you're making calculated decisions when you're leveling up your property, but we still need to continue to do it. We don't want to do status quo. If we just do status quo in 2023 of what we did in 2022, you're probably going to see a 15, 20, maybe even a 30% decrease. And you've already seen that through January, February. Hopefully you've had a good March because of spring break, but you got to compare year over year, same properties. And when I compare year over year, same properties, my portfolio in January, let's put away the new stuff, the ski in the, the ski lodge in the mountain properties. It's one of the reasons I diversified. So I had strong properties in the winter, strong properties in the summer, so I can, you know, have more consistent cash flow. But I don't have those year over year through December, January, February, and into the beginning of March. So, but my year over year properties were down about 18% in January and February as a portfolio. That's going to be really challenging to make up. So I've got to do some things like this. It'll also pay off for years to come. The cabanas aren't going away in a year and neither will this ping pong table that I just bought and invested into. So I, ping pong table, that should last me a good three to five years, at least five. I mean, I got it. It's a Wayfair ping. I think we got it from Wayfair, but it's got like the wood net. It's concrete. It's really big. It's heavy. It's stable. It's not something that's going to break, you know, like the flimsy, you know, Walmart type of $200 ping pong tables that you would throw outside at a property. So long-term investing, continue to upgrade. We need that if we want to try to stay status quo or even generate more revenue in 2023. Thanks for joining me. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, you can see it down in the show notes, Superhost Sundays, uh, new weekly program that I'm doing in the Build Short Term Rental Wealth Group. You can text Super Sunday to the number right down here. I think it's 844-764-2132, 844-764-2132. That text only works for people in the United States. If you're watching outside, just DM me on Instagram and I can help you get connected with that. But just text Superhost Sunday to 844-764-2132. Free show that I'm doing, a lot of Q&A every Sunday morning. Thanks for joining me on STR Unfiltered. Happy hosting, everybody. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.